So when I was about, you know, nine or ten, I was starting to get a little more serious about, you know, riding rough stock. You know, when you're that age, you're only riding like, you know, you ride sheep when you're five, six, and you go to, you know, calves when you're eight to ten, and steers after that, and then bulls if you want. I was at the calf riding stage, and I kind of started taking a, you know, pretty serious interest in it. So my dad saw a unicycle on the side of the road. I think he paid ten bucks for it, and he, we fixed it up, and he just said, "Hey, I want you to." Learn how to ride this thing, help you with your balance for riding calves. We still have it. And the intersection yeah, of good drinks, good I music, got any and bad good time. This is Hops and Spirits Bar Conversations. I hope you're having a fun week, a fun day. I hope a fun month, fun year. I hope it's all all fun and you're having uh, a good time because I think we all need that uh, no matter what's going on in our lives. we got a good one for you this week as we talk with Chad Bushnell, country artist with some new music coming out. And a really cool tasting notes is I had to ask a very weird question to Chef Allison Settle. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social media at Hop Spirits on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and even YouTube now. You can get us at, at Hop Spirits. And don't forget to check us out online at hopspirits.com to find our happy hour Q&As, what's pouring around uh, the, the business, and so much more. But like I said, we got a great chat with Chad Bushnell. Up next is our tasting notes where I ask the crazy question. Soup and booze pairings to Allison Settle. Enjoy. Did you know Hops and Spirits is more than just this podcast? Check out hopspirits.com for our latest episode release, past episodes, interviews with interesting folks in the alcohol industry, and so much more. Just go to hopspirits.com. Feel free to wait until this podcast is done. Joining us here once again on Tasting Notes, she's a 2022 James Beard Best Chef semi-finalist. You can find her pop-up events around Greater Louisville, and she's even doing a little brand influencing for Sullivan University. Welcome back, Allison Settle. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Well, I appreciate the time as always, and it's it's fun to get your expertise because you, you come at things from a little bit different perspective in the uh, alcohol world, uh, coming from the chef's side. and. Um, normally I would say this was great for, you know, February and, and so forth as we're, we're rounding out winter, you know, soup season, although here in Kentucky, it was 70 degrees the other day. It's in the thirties yeah. and forties now, but <laughs> that's Kentucky for you. <laughs> it sure is. These, these winters, I'll never, I'll never understand them. And no, but I, I feel like no matter what, I still want to do this topic because it's an interesting one that I just don't know if it's even possible, but I assume it is. It's soups. And drink pairings and whether they go perfectly or not, but maybe what you can have with a soup or make a soup and pair it with something to drink. Um, so is it possible? It's possible. Um, honestly, this was a little bit of a conundrum for me. I, you know, I'm used to pairing like proteins or cocktails to whatever, but like the soup question, this was, a, this was something I hadn't really thought about in great detail, but I think I've come up with something a couple of things that are really fantastic. Okay, Ooh, so I'm excited. Um, something I really enjoy is a nice clam chowder. I just really love like thick, rich, comforting soups. I think this would go really well with a Chardonnay. That is, in uh, Chardonnay is something that um, it seems like it's gone out of fashion a little bit. Like people kind of see that as like a in older woman's drink or um, somebody that's palate isn't quite as developed as somebody who enjoys a Pinot Noir or something like that. But I think uh, I think we need to revisit the Chardonnay. So think about a, a nice, creamy, rich clam chowder with a Chardonnay. Um, and then 
I was also thinking about um, butternut squash. So it's mm. February. We don't have a ton of seasonal uh, like fruits and vegetables available, but you can almost definitely get some winter squashes. So just like a really simple butternut squash, roast the squash, um, puree it with some chicken broth, some onions, garlic, you know, whatever you like. Everybody has their favorite like squash soup recipe. Um, and pair it with a cosmopolitan. I don't know why, but this just sounds fantastic to me. You know, there's cranberry in a cosmopolitan. Um, the the alcohol is, you know, neutral vodka. I think I think they would go really well together. And it, like pairing cranberry and squash is such like a a winter thing. It, I think it's going to be a winner. And then the one I'm most excited about for our Kentucky people. Okay, so think pho, um, Vietnamese pho. Uh, the broth is made with um, lots of fruits and vegetables and ginger and, and things like that. But uh, what really sets pho apart is those baking spices that it has inside, like star anise, um, you know, maybe fennel, uh, cinnamon, cinnamon, cardamom, that sort of thing. Those baking spices are going to go really well with bourbon, I think. Um, there's plenty of bourbons out there that have that profile. Um, so, and then I think what would be really fantastic with that is either just like an ale eight and bourbon because of the ginger, um, but even more fancy would be a Kentucky Mule. Just get that bourbon, it. that ginger beer. I think they would go perfectly together. And so it, is, it sounds like it is possible. I, it's I love possible. That. <laughs> it's possible. I think what you really want to do is just think about the profiles of whatever food you're craving and then try and recreate that um, in a cocktail. Make them complimentary. That, that seems so simple. And, and, and I'm glad I was able to propose this question because, like I said, I've always wondered because, like I said, when the weather's a little cooler in, in, in Kentucky, that could be whenever. That could be summertime. Uh, we could get a random cold spell. Uh, but but it seems like you, you just need a little bit of something that, to warm you up. And, and, and alcohol can do that, but I feel like you need to have a little something on your stomach. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to <laughs> get too wacky in this. So, no. <laughs> Now, do you have any fun, maybe soup recipes or a soup idea that folks might not think of? Doesn't necessarily have to have a drink pairing, but something fun that they can can whip up in the kitchen. Oh boy, uh, something I really enjoy is play on uh, like food that that's a play on words or just like an exploration of one single ingredient. And something I really really enjoy is putting together Jerusalem artichokes or sunchokes which is actually the root of a sunflower with artichokes. And you could do a puree of these roasted Jerusalem artichokes with cream and um, even just like canned artichoke hearts. And then you can garnish it with um, roasted sunflower seeds and you can even make a sunflower seed cream um, by boiling sunflower seeds and then pureeing them in a blender. And so you can have this whole artichoke celebration and even though like artichokes and jerusalem artichokes are not at all related those flavors pair together really really well i i love it see you're always bringing some cool knowledge some fun things and like i always tell you i always leave hungry and <laughs> i don't think this is an exception at all <laughs> i appreciate it allison as always you're welcome thanks for having me check out hops and spirits on social media 
at Hop Spirits, all one word, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also find Hops and Spirits on YouTube and at hopspirits.com. Joining us here for our conversation, he's a country artist. He's got some new music. By the time this episode comes out, he'll have a brand new single, Whiskey to Work Out. Please welcome in Chad Bushnell. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, yeah. Just, now, uh, Nashville. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I like the uh, silhouetted look there. Yeah, it's different, huh? <laughs> <laughs> my own now, now, I know, uh, I don't think because you've been flying and traveling that you're having anything too strong tonight, unless it's just, you know, that, that dark coffee from uh, uh, Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little dark coffee for that. I got another two and a half hours of driving, so I got to stay awake. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, since I'm the one driving, I can't be putting whiskey in my coffee right now. But <laughs> no, that probably wouldn't be good. I'm, I'm drinking a little Middle West spirits out of Columbus tonight. Now, if if you can drink and you're not having to travel, what's one of your favorite or your go tos? Uh, as far as whiskey, probably Pendleton. It's always kind of been my like Pendleton, Pendleton whiskey, and I like bourbon too. You know, so. I like it. Now, now, are you a neat on the rocks in a cocktail? What what are you what what are you going for? Um, you know, a little of both. Uh, sometimes when I'm home, I'll just have it on the rocks. But you know, if I go out, I like to have it old-fashioned. You know, and some bourbon is usually my go-to. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. And now I also saw where um, you have some fun with uh, some uh, beef jerky. You 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 have a collaboration with it's jerky. How how does that happen? Yeah. So you know, during COVID, uh, I needed you know because I also work as a farrier sometimes when I'm not performing shows and. You know, all my shows canceled. I said, man, I need something else to do. And so I reached out to It's Jerky. They uh, they sort of took off about two or three years ago. They got really popular. And so I kind of, I just straight up asked them, say, would you guys want to do a Chad Bushnell jerky? And they were all about it. And it just has worked out. So it's been a, been a blessing. So so are you a, a snacker, you know, to keep, keep your strength up when you're doing all that work? Oh, for sure. You know, especially when, um, you know, when you're traveling a lot, playing shows, you know, shooting horses, it's, you know, it takes a lot out of you. So I like, I have it on hand at all times and I, I munch on it, keep the protein going, you know? So yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now I also saw, um, where the other day you were doing some stuff with, uh, project K nine hero and you've done some shows with them. And I think you mentioned you're looking forward to doing some more shows. So how did you get involved with them? Cause it seems like they're a pretty cool organization. Yeah, so, you know, one of those things where, you know, met someone at a bar, basically that's how that worked out. I was in Nashville, and I was wearing a cowboy hat, and across there was another guy wearing a cowboy hat, and we just sort of hit it off and had a couple of beers, and, you know, from there, I, he watched me sing, and then he told me what he did, and he was the head of Project Canine Hero, and we just became buddies, and, you know, now he's has me for events, and I get I got to play the after party the other night for some, some of my heroes, some big names, and so it was it was pretty awesome. It's been a great experience. Well, and, and you touched on it, whether it's, uh, you know, doing some work, uh, work with horses or things like that. You, you enjoy the, the great outdoors. So what are you, what's your favorite thing to do? Is it hunting, fishing? Is it roping? Is it just being out on the ranch? Man, all the above, you know, all that stuff's great when I have time. Yeah, I, anymore, I probably only really hunt one week out of the year and, uh, you know, I love it. Try to fish in between when I can. And, you know, I usually ride and rope when my sister's around and you know because she's she is in the rodeo industry and you know my parents have horses and i you know i love to ride every chance i get of course but uh you know it's I stay pretty busy with uh doing my music and a little bit of farrier work i do in between so 
I was going to say, I mean, do you, do you get to enjoy the great outdoors too often? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, we go once a week uh, deer hunting. My dad and uncle and I out in the mountains, and, you know, it's always great. You know, so, yeah. Uh, you know, fishing, I, usually the fishing opportunities come through the music, you know, just traveling and people I know, hey, you want to go fishing if you're in town? And I try to take them up on as much as I can and just and stuff like that. So. No, that's, a, that's, that's a smart move. Anytime you can uh, take a little relaxation uh, when you're staying busy, that, that's always good. And then you mentioned your sister who, who's you know doing rodeo. When, I got to ask, though, when did you give up ro- rodeo? Man, you know, I've, I've always – see, I competed through pretty much senior year of high school, maybe a little bit of early college, just team roping and stuff. But I remember my senior year, you know, I, I was steer wrestling, and I've, I'd only really done it a few years. I loved it, and uh, – you know, I was I was had a chance to go to maybe college and do it, but I came out on my last run to make the national uh, rodeo finals, and I went out and missed. It happened that quick, you know. I had a ch- all I had to do was catch, and you know, I was <clears throat> I looked up and at my parents. I just said, you know what, I think think that's it for me. I want to stick with music and just you know maybe shoe horses. And I I just go watch my sister and maybe I'll team rope once in a while. But that's about it. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say I was talking to uh, Lane Smith a while back, and he goes, you know, it's probably not always the smartest thing to do when you're, you know, you got to use your hands, be able to play, do things like that. So th- those two careers don't exactly always go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, no, it's it's great. I mean, I yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, yeah, it's it's always you know it's the rodeo and the music go, they kind of go together. You know, I know a lot of. Uh, musicians that you know that shoe horse actually there's kind of a few of us when i go back to nashville i have a friend from pennsylvania i got one from southern california they shoe horses and you know sing country and <laughs> kind of have our own little club i guess you know i don't know we should start our own little club i should say yeah. i was gonna say i mean I, I'm, I'm my next question is is like is yellowstone gonna call you up so they can actually you know fill in some spots and have you, you do some real work too maybe yeah they, they might need a stunt man or something because you know I, <laughs> i'm not really the best actor but i can you know, I can ride rope, hammer and paint, I guess. So they could, they could use me somewhere in there. <laughs> now you, you mentioned though, you've had a love for music. So, so when did you get in, into music and, and kind of go down that road? Yeah. You know, I've always, uh, ever since I was small, or I guess a young boy, I should say, you know, two or three, I, my dad played in a local country band and, uh, I was just always kind of infatuated by it at a young age. I loved going to band practice and, you know, watching the, someone play the drums electric guitars and i played at church with my great grandma i just was i was just always into it i loved it being around it and i got my first guitar lesson when i was four from the worship leader at cowboy church and they have a lot of cowboy churches up here and you know ever since then i started just learning you know little easy songs like turkey in the straw and Folsom prison blues and then it just went from there really uh, is it, so is it true that you kind of had like a guitar when you were like three three years old and were trying to play and and make music? Yeah, yeah. There's pictures and videos of me. You know, like when my dad was playing the band, my mom would take pictures and videos of me. I was you know pretend like I was playing. They let me come in front, and you know, and so I just I always knew I wanted to play music. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Now you mentioned you know you you grew up on the ranch. You're you're up in Northern California, right? Am I, am I right on that when, where you grew up? So what what was that like? Because I'm, I'm guessing that you know it's almost like real, real cowboy music and talking about some of those real things that are in those songs. Yeah, you know, I, I grew up, uh, you know, doing a lot of rodeo stuff. You know, because we had, you know, we had horses and and all that stuff. And 
chickens and dogs, and I just, you know, I always did chores. You know, my parents always had me doing chores, and I learned how to do a lot of stuff at a young age. You know, we did a lot of, uh, build a lot of fence, you know, of course, shod horses, uh, just anything you would do on a ranch. And, you know, I, I feel like it taught me discipline, and, it, you know, it taught me about work. And, you know, I know the music business, it's it's a lot of work <laughs> trying to keep everything going. So, you know, it taught me a work ethic. I would say the best thing that it taught me, and, you know, I was blessed for that, so. Well, and then um, do you get to go back to the ranch often? And then are you, when you're back there, are you put to work? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we we try. Yeah, I, I try to help out as much as I can. And, you know, when I'm not out on the road performing, I try to work work on the ranch a little bit and, you know, shoe horses, do whatever I can do. and uh, keeps me in shape. <laughs> and it keeps you honest too, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. It's it's a great lifestyle, and you know I loved growing up in the rodeo ranch world. All my family was you know involved in ranches, and so I was just, I just kind of always around it growing up. Yeah. Well, and now I also read too because you talk about having a love for music, always playing music, being on the ranch. I, I want to know how all that though comes to you getting a unicycle and learning how to ride a unicycle and do do tricks with it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a little story behind that. So when I was about you know, nine or ten, I was starting to get a little more serious about, you know, riding rough stock. You know, when you're that age, you're only riding like, you know, you ride sheep when you're five, six, and you go to, you know, calves when you're eight to ten, and steers after that, and then bulls if you want. I was at the calf riding stage, and I kind of started taking a, you know, pretty serious interest in it. So my dad saw a unicycle on the side of the road. I think he paid ten bucks for it, and he, we fixed it up, and he just said, hey, I want you to learn how to ride this thing, help you with your balance for riding calves. And we still have it, and yeah. Surprised I haven't gotten any bad wrecks on it. I probably don't. But. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you still uh, hopping on it on occasion? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. We just got it fixed up again. So when I'm at the house, I still ride it, and uh, we try different things with it. We just uh, yeah, it's great. It's good for your balance. And it's fun. <laughs> and you know, it, it just another another skill set that you can add to the resume. Exactly. Now, now, one thing you probably shouldn't do is ride a unicycle and drink some whiskey. Um, but you, like I said, you got some new music coming out. Uh, by the time this drops, your latest single, "Whiskey to Work," is out. Can you tell folks a little bit about it? Yeah. So you know, I decided making this the title track of my new album, uh, "Whiskey to Work." And you know, a lot of times I write everything that I put out. I didn't actually write this song. I was in Nashville, and my friend Dan Hudson runs Porchlight Pickers at the local, which is kind of a popular songwriter night. We kind of heard this song, you know, because they'll play the, on the songwriter nights, they'll play demos of, you know, artists and everybody who's playing. And I heard this song, so wow, it's a good song. And my mom was with me. She asked, she's like, you know, who sings that? And, and uh, <clears throat> the host, Danny's like, you know, well, actually, I wrote that song and we had it demoed. And, and we're kind of like, man, uh, you know, could, could I sing that? <laughs> and I said, I need that for my next album. And he was real nice about it and said, sure. So I put my own spin on it and it's coming out this Friday. Well, and I was going to say, I've got a chance to listen to it and, you know, it's definitely a fun song. You know, there, there's kind of a, a nice rhythm to it. It's, uh, you know, like I said, it's got a little energy to it. Is that kind of what you were hoping for and kind of hoping to yeah. get people to have fun with it? Yeah, I want it to be, you know, everybody, especially, you know, a lot of places I play, everybody likes to line dance, swing dance. And I mean, it's perfect for that. That's what I was going for, you know, possibly even something to come out of shows with, you know, like an intro, intro song, you know, and get the crowd going and. You know, the last two or three songs I, I came out with, you know, I, I liked them, but they were more kind of slow, mid-tempo, and I just, I really needed that line dancing fast country song, and that's what this is. 
Yeah, I was going to say the, the the most recent single that came out in November was uh, Fallen in Love um with you uh, a little different than than working for the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to kind of come out with different stuff, you know. I had a, a Christian country song that, that came out earlier this year that did pretty well, so you know, I'm just uh, kind of going on both ends of the of the spectrum there. But yeah, but it's, you know, kind of but I'm, no, I'm excited. I can't wait. And, you know, I got some really fun shows this weekend. They just got done playing in Nashville, so it's, it's been great lately. You know, so. Well, and, and I was going to say, you mentioned, you know, the, those, um, the Christian country songs. You've had some pretty good success on on those char- charts as well. Um, is that just something that's you that you like to share and, you know, be able to kind of sing about? Yeah, you know, I grew up uh, singing in cowboy church, playing church with my great-grandma. So, it's you know, it's all the Christian music's been a big part of my life, and... Uh, I've been blessed really to to have met some guys in the industry like Corey Lee Barker, who are monster songwriters that really have helped me with my songwriting. And I, I co-wrote uh, "Thank God," the one that came out, and it hit number one on Christian Country. You know, so it's been great getting to write with Corey Barker, uh, Bill DeLuigi, and Mark Bernowski for the writers. You know, oh Joey Boone, again, I got Mr. Joey Boone, but uh, so yeah. Well. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, you have those songs and then you have, you know, uh, whiskey to work. Is it weird to kind of have those, those two or does, is that, like I said, just you and that's, you're just being, you know, yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of, you know, if, if you look at my bio, it's kind of like, you know, I got the Christian, the Christian country roots, you know, we grew up, you know, working, going to church and just kind of, you know, but, you know and that's just kind of how I grew up. And, you know, the thing about, thank God, I kind of wanted to write something in the middle of the road, you know, that cater towards people that you know kind of they, they might go to church but they also might have a beer or a shot of whiskey yeah, so yeah. you know so thank god was kind of that song and it's, it's probably been my most uh most popular songs you know it's got over forty thousand streams which is good for me you know I'm ho- we're hoping for a hundred thousand for whiskey to work is the goal so <laughs> shooting high and uh, well and and you, you mentioned you've you put out some songs you've got a, a couple you got the new one whiskey to work coming out so I'm guessing all this though is leading to either a new album or an EP. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I've been working on this album for a little while now. It's it's gonna be called Whiskey to Work, and it's coming out March 24th. And I'm doing some release parties for it. And so uh, you know, I can go to chadbushnell.com, see where my shows are. And of course, I got some fun shows this weekend, playing in Susanville, California, and Crescent City, California. So I'm excited. Well, and I was going to say, like, obviously they've um, they've gotten a little bit of tease with some of the songs you've put out. Is are those all going to be on this? Is it going to be a nice mix uh, that you know whether it's a little up tempo or a little slow slower? Yeah, it's definitely a mix. You know, I got uh, you know some newer sounding originals, older sounding originals, some covers. You know, a special guest on one song, and Ooh. yeah, it'll be kind of a, kind of a mix. I think I think people are going to like it. It's you know. It, not all the songs are going to be, you know, the mainstream country sound, but I think, you know, I think that people will like it still. It's 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 country. So, yeah. Well, and and it's I'm guessing it's your sound that you you enjoy to hear and and play. It's it's what you grew up on. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about it. It's it's yeah. We've been working on it for a while now, so it's it's coming out in just less than two months. So. I was going to say it'll be here before you know it. And, and you touched on this, that you mainly are writing on, on a lot of your songs or co-writing now, but maybe not for whiskey to work, but what is it like, you know, putting out those songs or you're putting those lyrics to, to, to paper? Um, where does that inspiration come for you? And just from everyday life, you know, uh, just experiences of love and, and work and, and traveling and the music and just, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a grind sometimes. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. 
and just you just kind of never know. I'm always thinking of stuff all the time, you know, and just sometimes when I'm frustrated or when I'm happy, just you just never know. <laughs> song's gonna come about, you know, and then I just start working on it, and it sort of comes, you know. Now, now, are they always just general ideas, or is it life experiences for you? Uh, you know, it's it's both. Uh, you know, like falling in love with you. I was writing that song. Actually, I was kind of writing for the album. I'm like, man, I got a lot of different songs on there. I needed a strong uh, mid-tempo love song. So I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down for a couple days and try to do this. And uh, I was, I'm a big fan of Josh Turner and that his Firecracker album. It came out when I was in high school. And that's always been one of my favorite country albums, you know, from that, you know, probably the last 15, 20 years. And so I'm like, man, I'd love to write a song like something real strong, traditional that Josh Turner would sing. And that's what fall in love with you basically it was what i was going for with that and and now you mentioned you know you've you've got got the new album coming out and you you got some shows coming up so what what's your favorite part about being up on stage and and getting to perform oh man uh just you know watching the crowd and you know but now most recently watching them you know sing some of my songs and uh so uh yeah it's, it's been uh it's been great just, you know Seeing how people react to my songs when I'm trying to perform, and so, yeah. I was gonna say, is it? Is, I mean, I, the traveling part is great. It's kind of a grind, but you know, um, yeah. So, this, I mean, I love I love to travel. I mean, it is a grind. Sometimes you're tired, and uh, so. But you know, I mean, I love once I'm up, once all the work's done, I'm up there performing, seeing people dance and reacting. You know, it's just it's always great. Well, and I was going to say, you, you mentioned it, you actually have people now that are maybe singing along, doing that. I mean, how cool is it to to know that people have loved your songs and have come out to see you you perform and, and, and be part of it all? Yeah, you know, it makes all that hard work and, and money spent worth it, really, for me, you know, because, I mean, I've, I've been at it for a while and I've, I've worked really hard. And so, you know, uh, hearing, watching people sing the words, you know, it just kind of makes it all worth it for me. You know, I know it's what I want to do. And so, I, you know, it's great. And and then obviously, like you said, you got the the album coming out. You've you've got new single out, and uh, but there's still a lot left in 2023 after after all this. So what what are what can folks expect? And I'm guessing it's going to be a lot of shows and and getting out there and having fun. Yeah, a lot of shows, and actually something that's going to uh, be in the works here real soon is uh, Christmas music. And I've never Ooh. released a serious Christmas single, and that's my goal for this year. Is one to one to two. I might be releasing two. Um, and so we're going to start working that, working on that probably in May, June, I'm thinking. And so I'm going to uh, possibly a Christmas EP, but probably just two singles. And we want to put, actually put them out, you know, and try to get them on the Christmas charts. And so that's, that is my goal for the end of this year. I like it. I, I, I like that. That sounds like a, a little bit of fun. And, and are, I'm guessing as you, you've, you've gone through, through all this and the journey you've been on, what's it like trying to set those goals and try to work, work toward all those accomplishments? And it's just... Uh, you know, I always know going into it, it's a lot of work. I try to make a plan, you know, in little timelines of, okay, I want to have this done by June. I want to have it, you know, ready to go by September, you know, releasing in October. Because, you know, a lot, a lot of them are saying October is when they want the Christmas song, you know, or even before that if you're going for placement. But so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically, I have a song that I wrote a couple years ago. It was unfortunately when my, when my great-grandma passed, I wrote a Christmas song about it. So I want to release that one, and then uh, Corey Lee Barker. I mean, he's he's known for writing Christmas songs for the Hallmark Channel for big stars like Jamie O'Neill and some people like that. So I'm, you know, I might get one from Corey or write one with him. I'm not sure how we're going to do that, but uh, you know, hopefully get some placement through Corey would be great. And so I'm I was going to say that it's the first time I've done this. I've I've sang Christmas songs, you know, and kind of 
put it posted them and stuff. I never put a Christmas single out, so this will be my first. No, I, I love that. Another another challenge to, to to go forth. And I'm guessing, you know, those days of the rodeo and, and having to persevere and, you know, uh, go with the flow are, are going to come in handy as you try to work on all these. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll go for it. Oh, I said, no, I'm, I'm just excited. I, like I say, you know, getting in the studio, actually recording a real Christmas song, you know, and, and, and doing all that. So I'm excited for it. Well, it sounds like an exciting year with new music and an album shows. I mean, um, do you ever stop? <laughs> uh, a little bit during the winter time, you know, cause, um, the, my horseshoe business gets slow that I have in, the, in my shows, you know, kind of November through January, is sort of my slowdown time, but like I said, ever since I went to Nashville last week, I know it's it's getting busy, and but I but I love it though, you know. And um, we usually take a trip or two once in a while, you know, go somewhere and take a little break. But yeah, I mean, it's it's always it's constant, you know. It's a lot of work, and but I love the lifestyle. So. Well, and, and you're putting out some some good music, and and it, folks, if you haven't, when whiskey to work hits hits the streaming platforms, I highly recommend it, and, and be on the lookout for the the album at the end of March. And Chad. Thanks for sharing a, a drink with me and, and talking a little yeah. music. Maybe next time it'll be whiskey, but this time it was coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Find more from Hops and Spirits at hopspirits.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye.